Hi everyone, I'm your host, Jaco Selka, and you are listening to Hopefully Sustainable. Each week, I'm going to talk to extraordinary people who are doing extraordinary things to make the world a more sustainable place. My goal is for this episode to leave you feeling hopeful about an idea, a person, or the world in general. Thank you for joining me in this conversation, and all together we can be hopefully sustainable. Welcome back, everyone. Thanks for joining me for another episode of Hopefully Sustainable. Today, we are talking about ways to improve the sustainability of your bathroom and specifically your beauty routine. Recently, I was watching the Instagram stories of one of my favorite people, Sarah Nicole Landry from The Bird's Papaya, and she was using a reusable cotton swab, which I had never seen before. So I looked into it and discovered this amazing company, Last Object. They have begun revolutionizing the sustainable bathroom experience, releasing Last Swab, a reusable Q-tip, and Last Tissue, a set of reusable tissues. They also recently started crowdfunding for their latest product, Last Round, which is a set of reusable cotton rounds. This was a very, very exciting episode for me because we had on our first international guest, Isabel Agard, co-founder of Last Object and located in Copenhagen, Denmark, is on a mission to reduce single-use items across the world. Did you know that one and a half million disposable swabs are produced every single day? Just by using a reusable cotton swab, we can reduce our waste and contribute to cleaner oceans and less deforestation. I personally ordered Last Swab before the episode, and I really like it so far. It's not that different than using a traditional cotton swab, and you're helping save the environment, and they come in really cute colors as well. Isabel was such a passionate and kind guest, and I really hope that you all learned something new from today's episode. Time to dive in. Isabel, thank you so much for being here today. I'm really looking forward to learning all about your mission and about the incredible work that you all are doing. So I'd love for you to introduce yourself and tell us a little bit more about who you are. Thank you, and thank you for having me on. Um, Well, my name is Isabel, and I have created with two other amazing designers what we call Last Object. Um, We started out creating Last Swab, which is a reusable Q-tip, Um, that we've made for ears and makeup. Uh, And then now we have our third product that came out two days ago. That's so exciting. So going back to the beginning, what led you to found Last Object? Well, Last Object um, was founded on the idea or the the want to create products that can reduce um, single-use items. And it's actually because when we started looking at sustainability and and we all three really wanted to design something that really made a difference, we tried to figure out what really had, what would really, really make a huge difference um, design-wise. And this is where we started looking at single-use items in general and just saw like the enormous amounts of, of products that were getting produced and delivered all around the world for all these different things that we do throughout our lives. And it's really just single-use items are really a habit, more of an object, because it's you don't really see how much you actually use of it. 
um, until you really look at every single item that you use throughout the day. And uh, so this is where the, the, the idea sparked. It was to, to create less trash. Great. We've talked about single-use items on a previous episode, but for any new listeners, can you talk about what a single-use product is and what the dangers are of having so many single-use products? Yes. Um, well, it's actually something that started not, not that many years ago. Um, we've, we haven't, uh, throughout history, had single-use. It's something that's come up with, um, with industrializing and what single use is, is it's an item that you use once and throw out. So it could be a plate that you use when you're picnicking and then you're throwing it out. A fork that's plastic, you throw it out. It can also be a Q-tip, a tissue, toilet paper. Um, so a lot of these elements that are, are used once. How did you decide to create a reusable Q-tip as the first product? We were trying to figure out what what items really had an awful um, or had a really, really negative um, effect on the environment. And this is where we found a list and the Q-tip was quite far, like quite high up on that list, uh, even though it was so small. And it's mostly because uh, Q-tips are something that you, you sometimes, or many people flush them down the toilet. And because the rod is so small, it actually goes through the filtration systems, even in, in places like Denmark and most countries in Europe. And when they get through the systems, they actually go directly into our oceans because all the wastewater goes there. And because it's also, again, very small, fish will eat them. So they actually end up in the stomachs of creatures that are captured and they even open them up and you can see so many small little q-tips inside. So, uh, so it was actually because we could see that we could do something about single use, the single-use problem, but also um, oceans and uh, the creatures that we have there. That's really interesting because before I learned about Last Object and Last Swab, I had never really thought about how many q-tips and when you start adding that up between everyone, who's using them, it becomes a really high number. And that's incredible to think of all of those ending up in the ocean and harming our marine life. So that's really amazing that you guys were able to see that issue and come up with a solution for it. Thank you. Yeah, we were, we were very excited when we started designing because we could really see that the, the different materials that we use in our designs were just like made for this product. So it really came, came out really, really, really nice. So compared to the quote unquote normal Q-tip that people would use, how does last swab differ and what, what is it made out of? Yes, so the core is made of a very, very strong plastic, uh, which also has enforced glass fiber, actually. We really wanted it to be very durable so they could withhold at least a thousand um, uses. That was our aim. and. Um, and the tips are made of kind of a like a silicone, a soft plastic. It's called TPE, a thermoplastic. Um, and it needed to be very closed in its surface so that you could get bacteria out and it was hygienic to use. Um, but the difference between our uh, swab and a normal or a more con um, traditional swab, I could say, um, is that you uh, wash it. So 
when you've used it, you don't just throw it in the bin. You can just put it in under the running water and a little bit of soap, and then you can, can wash the ends up. And they have a little bit of a textured um, surface so that they can kind of catch your earwax. Um, and they're actually, it's, uh, it's absolutely amazing to use them because you kind of get addicted to the scratching sensation. <laughs> I actually just ordered one and it just came in the mail. So I'm really excited to start using it because I think it could really be a great switch for someone who's looking to become more uh, mindful of their single use products in the bathroom. So it's a really great idea and I'm really looking forward to trying it out. Awesome. Yeah. And that's exactly what we wanted to do. We wanted to, to make a very easy to use product so that it wasn't such a big and leap that people had to do or change in their everyday life to do something better for the environment. You talked about how you get 1,000 uses out of last swab. Once you have gone through those uses, how do you dispose of the product? Is it recyclable or compostable? How do you go about disposing of it? So the actual uh, Q-tip, because our aim in general and in last object is that we want to create products that really withhold a long, like withhold a lot of use and are very durable. So that's our first aim. Um, and the Q-tip itself is a mix of two plastics. So that itself should be incinerated. Um, but our box uh, that it comes in is made of PLA, which is a corn based plastic. So this is biodegradable. Um, so the box is biodegradable and the, the, the cotton or the swab itself should be incinerated. Do you ever have customers who are wary of using it or think that it might be unsanitary to use a reusable Q-tip? I would say when we, when we launched the product on Kickstarter, we were very, because we, we were discussing it um, on different Facebook groups, zero waste Facebook groups before launching. And, and we were very, very afraid of this becoming like a ill product. Um, <laughs> but the funny thing was that like when we actually had launched, it was very 50-50 in like the comments in the beginning. If people thought it was absolutely amazing and something they wanted and absolutely disgusting and something that should not be on the market. And I think this dialogue and this discussion kind of actually made made a lot of uh, made a storm in a sense like <laughs> a lot of fuss on social media so it actually reached so many people because it became like its own little topic of is this okay or is it not okay so for us that it is a little bit of a ill product became like a huge pr value but um i think now you know one and a half year into our company uh, I don't really get that comment a lot uh, as soon as people start using it. And I think we're also getting more used to what is hygienic and what is not hygienic. And then you actually don't have to throw away everything and that cleaning something can be as hygienic. So I think that uh, the conversation has kind of shifted the last year and, and people are actually taking it in surprisingly. I'm very surprised about this, but surprisingly well. <laughs> That's great to hear. I was wondering if people would be 
grossed out by it in a sense, or if people would just be super excited to finally have a replacement for Q-tips. So that's great to hear that you guys have been getting really great feedback so far. Yeah, I'm, we're very, very surprised of, of like how open people are for changing their habits and, and looking at things in a different way. So I'm very, um, this is, it's a very fortunate time we're in. Yes. You mentioned that you use Kickstarter. I'm interested to know what led you all to use crowdfunding and what was that experience like? We did before Last Swap, which was the first product, um, we have done some other Kickstarters, so it's not something new for us. I think that the reason why we did it is because it's a really good way of validating your product. Um, when you're doing something completely new or something very different and putting you know millions of kronas into or yeah putting a lot of money into these um products is just not something that designers just can do plus it's it's just it's actually just really nice to hear from others that they also want this because we've also had other products that we've done us three designers together where we were so excited we thought it was the world's best idea and then we made the kickstarter and we were like okay maybe this is not the world's best idea <laughs> so it, it's really nice to kind of before you put a lot of money into something that you also get invalidated by other people that are not only saying i want this but actually putting their money and saying i actually want this and to for this price i think that's that's awesome um, and then it's also like a really good platform. We used it a lot to also change colors to, oh, I actually, some of like the comments and the conversations that start are actually very valid. And we've done a lot of product changes um, to, for, after the conversations that we had on Kickstarter. So, so that's also a really, really big win. Wow, that's really interesting. I never thought about it as almost like this big group of people who are not necessarily trying out the product, but giving you all this feedback and putting all their opinions into the process of how you decide what product you're actually going to release. Exactly. Yeah. And now with our third product, actually, we, we just launched two days ago and I was reading uh, the comments uh, throughout the first um, or the first day and they were so positive. It's like, it, it's people that have followed us since last swab. They bought all three products and they're like, oh, you're back again. This is awesome. You know, and, <laughs> and they're coming with suggestions like, oh, I would love if you could also look at menstruation. Um, if you could look at this, you can be okay. So it's people have like ideas and they have thoughts and, and it's, they're so involved and they actually have a really, really um, big voice in the company. Well, that shows that you guys are making really incredible products that people are sticking around for this long and getting super excited about all of the new releases as well. So that says a lot about the quality of the product and the work that you all are doing. And that's where it's really worth it. It's very nice. <laughs> you mentioned that you just released your third product. In addition to Last Swab, can you talk about the other products that you all offer? Yes. Uh, so after last uh, last swap, we did last tissue, which is kind of a, a handkerchief meets a tissue pack. So so it's a reusable tissue pack, you could say. Um, so it's um 
seven or six stacked tissues in a silicone case um, and it's easy to pull out a tissue use it stuff it in use them all the way all the way through and then wash it all afterwards so um that's actually and we have in the same in, in the same category with the uh, last swab um, moving or we, we're not moving that much outside of um, the bathroom area right now so um and yes the third product is last round and it is reusable cotton pads or cotton rounds um and uh, and they're in the same way like the last tissue that you have a stack of six rounds in a case that you can use and wash this is so exciting because i feel like like i mentioned earlier the bathroom is such an easy place to start evaluating our personal sustainability and now you all offer three products that we could switch to in the bathroom and i feel like they're all very affordable and when i got mine this week there's such amazing color choices so you can really make your sustainability experience really fun as well i'm so happy you say that that's exactly what we're going for as a sort of fun question what goes into picking the colors of the products they're all very bright and very pretty colors well we most of the colors we chose when we did last swap because we're kind of repeating the colors throughout the collection so that for someone who wants one of each product you can get it in exactly the same color all the way through so that your um your uh, your products match each other but when we started out we actually um we actually just switched down a lot of the colors and tried different and we're very it's a very co-creating space that we have so we are all three designers are very in on every single design decision that we take um and and then we uh, we actually after we we chose the colors we named them different sea creatures for the last swab and last tissue because we're looking at deforestation we looked at different um uh, tree sorts and just animals and creatures in general that are affected by um by forest deforestation i really love that because then when you're picking out your product you feel like you're almost helping that one creature that your product is named after exactly and you are like the swaps are that is you know um different cre or sea creatures that are affected by ocean pollution and yeah deforestation with the tissue so it's very like for listeners who are excited about your products and interested in purchasing any of them, where can people buy all of the different products that you offer? So all our products are on lastobject.com. Right now, you can pledge for the last round on our Kickstarter campaign. So in a couple of months, that will also be available on, uh, on our website. But for now, it's on Kickstarter. Okay, great. And I'll be sure to link that in the show notes so people can go support you all and buy your products that you're offering. I'm interested to know, so I'm in America and you're in Europe, specifically in Copenhagen, Denmark. It's very exciting because this is our first international podcast. I'm interested to find out, I know in America here, we have not made much ground on passing any legislation on single-use products and it's really becoming a new movement that people are becoming more aware about. 
How is it in Europe? Is there any legislation surrounding single-use products or how would you describe the awareness of the people there towards single-use products? There is definitely a lot of awareness. Um, I think that France and the UK are the ones that are uh, that are actually the most, yeah, that are, are doing a lot of legislation on it. It's it's more of right now it's of course been become a political thing and for uk they can see how many for example q-tips that are washed up ashore uh, it's like extreme there's a beach in the uk where you can like you can't go 100 meters without having you know 30 q-tips in your hand so it's it's that's really something that they have actually looked at and really been very very um effective with their with their politics and i would say france but they're just in general very very aware of of a lot of of eco and and waste reduction um, initiatives so they have also done some i i think there are there's gonna be in general a lot of this throughout europe the next couple of years um, because it, it is just a very, very specific focus. And, and in the beginning, it would probably be plastic um, single-use items that you'll see being taken off, and then there'll come different alternatives that are still single-use but don't have plastic. They're made of paper or wood, and, uh, and they're better, but they're not great. Um, and so, so I think that it's going to be kind of a, a, a slow curve. Well, we'll see plastic first and then everything else. But I think at some point, um, we'll see no single-use items. Well, it gives me a lot of hope being in the U.S. to know that there are other countries out there who have so many people who are aware of this issue and that other governments are making this a political issue that they are bringing a lot of awareness to and that they're passing real legislation on. So hopefully in America here, we can catch up to Europe soon. And I think that we really are starting to bring a lot more awareness to it, but we definitely still have a long ways to go. But I'm hopeful about that future you mentioned where there's no single use products. Definitely, I think, I think you'll see that in the US soon too. So moving forward, what do you see as the future of Last Object? Well, our aim is, is to create alternatives to single use. And right now we've been very much in the bathroom area and I think we'll be there for, for, for a while, more, maybe a year or two, um, because there are so many different awesome products that we want to create. We just, some of them are just still on the, the cutting table, but I think that we will at some point move out of the bathroom and into maybe the kitchen or living room space. In general, we want to find out what objects where we can really make a difference. And I think that when we feel like we have solved the biggest problems, um, I think that's where we'll stop. <laughs> Out of curiosity, is there a product that you wish there was a reusable alternative for or that you think would be a fun product to create? Well, uh, personally right now, because I have a three month old baby, I think that, and there's, there is alternatives uh, to diapers. There are different reusable diapers that I've been using, but I really want to create something that's better. I haven't found 
a brand or a fitting that fits for for us at least and so it's been a it's i thought that was something that i would be able to implement quite quickly in my in my home but it has not <laughs> so i'd love to personally i'd really love to either find the brand that really is better than the ones that i've been using or or create something that's better as we come to the end of the episode i like to end on a hopeful note so i love to ask all of the guests what they are hopeful about so can you talk about what gives you hope or what you are hopeful about right now? I'd say what I was most hopeful about right now is that so many people are willing to change small habits. And I don't think we talk enough about this, but there are just so many things that you do every single day that can make a huge difference if you change them. And I don't, I don't think that... Um, for example, with our products, if we just hit a very small group, but that they made a huge difference, I think that it's it that's not that's not going to make an impact. What really is going to make an impact if we get a lot of people to make little changes, and I'm very hopeful in what I've seen the last almost two years of people changing their habits and and just slightly doing something else that actually throughout the years, it's going to make a huge difference. That's amazing for me, actually. Well, thank you so much for being here today, Isabel. It was really interesting learning all about Last Object and about the um, incredible products that you all have on the market. I'm really excited at the opportunity for people to continually increase their sustainability and find these amazing new reusable products that they can use. So thank you for all of the work that you and your two co-workers are doing to make a really huge impact in this space. So thank you for being here today. Thank you for having me and thank you for, for talking about these things. I think it's so important that we in the sustainability world really tell everybody what's happening. So, uh, so awesome that you have this podcast. Thank you for, for letting us on. Thanks for listening to today's episode. If you want to learn more about today's guest or just say hello, check out the show notes and find us on Instagram at hopefully sustainable pod. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. As you finish this episode, remember that we are all on a personal journey to make the world a better place, but it's all about progress, not perfection. Until next time, stay hopeful and stay sustainable.